0: On the XRPL, there isn't as much buzz right now due to a lack of decentralized app development on the platform. This is largely due to the absence of smart contracts on the XRPL, a problem which the Zahao sidechain, along with the Evernode Layer 2, solving in order to bring smart contracts to the XRP ecosystem. With Zahao now live and onboarding users along with Evernote actually launching on January 15th. I'm super hyped for that, by the way, which will release access to decentralized apps as blockchains to the world. There's tons to be excited about. But it seems currently, right now, in the beginning of 2024, we are in a state of silence in the XRP community. I mean, there's not much going on. Compared to the rest of the crypto ecosystem, it is very quiet. But I believe this is the calm before the storm. There's tons of liquidity, in my opinion, just waiting to be unleashed in the XRPL community and the XRP ecosystem. We've already seen Corium and Sologenic kicking off the year with new projects such as Pulsara, which is hosting an airdrop right now. By the way, if you do want airdrops, check the description for multiple links to multiple airdrops. It really helps me out, and it helps you out too, so it's a win-win. Anyways, I'm going to talk about all three on this podcast, Corium, Sologenic, and Pulsara, since they are XRPL ecosystem related, so just watch out for those episodes. But again, in my opinion, this is the calm before the storm, all right? Right now, in the XRP ecosystem, we are seeing agents attacking the top three sides of the cryptoverse we have corium building on cosmos technology in order to connect the xrp ecosystem and the true end goal the xrp ledger into the cosmos blockchain ecosystem or ibc the inter-blockchain communication protocol that's chains like celestia that's chains like injective meanwhile we have Zahao acting as an internal agent in order to build XRPL-based dApps and introduce them to the crypto industry in order to operate as a live, real-world testnet of the implementation of smart contracts onto the XRP ledger in an optimal environment of live execution. And then we also have the XRPL EVM sidechain as well which is tearing down the borders between the Ethereum blockchain ecosystem of tokens and decentralized applications that are written in solidity, while taking advantage of XRP speed, quick confirmation times, and proof of authority consensus algorithm. What people don't realize is that while on the surface the XRP ledger and ecosystem may seem dead, to the point where people are mocking and laughing at XRP holders on crypto Twitter and on all forms of social media, in reality, XRP is operating as a shadow government in the cryptoverse. While XRP may be so stable in price a person could confidently use it as a substitute for a banking account and fiat savings, in reality, all the gains that aren't seen in XRP directly are all being fed to its many spin-offs that are working to not make this a crypto industry but an XRP ledger industry where all blockchains feed or derive from at one point or another to the XRPL and back to XRP the future of blockchain is that all roads will lead to Rome or XRP or Babylon or whatever name you want to use based on the age and context there's a reason why XRP is notorious for pumping at the end of cycles. Cycles seem to just have this nasty habit of starting with Bitcoin and ending in XRP. This is the only crypto that is a historical outlier in terms of the general flow of money in these crypto bull run cycles. The saying that has been perpetuated Due to a flow chart circulating around showing how money generally flows in crypto and during these bull runs. This flow chart highlights the four phases of a cycle. It begins with money entering the market through Bitcoin, which causes those huge price moves, just like the ones we saw all throughout December 2023, including the moves we're seeing right now at the beginning of 2024, where Bitcoin is ripping past 45K. And influencers are talking bare bullshit, claiming they knew this would happen and $50,000 is FUD. After the Bitcoin phase comes the second phase, which is the Ethereum phase. This is where money enters ETH and it starts absolutely ripping as well. As the cycle goes on, money gradually flows into large caps like Chainlink, all right? Like Solana, like BNB. That's when you're getting all your BNB casino shit coins. I love that shit. That's when we got that XRPL altcoin season. That was crazy too. Those layer ones and layer zeros that pretty much dominate the headlines and mainstream media. Then finally, you get phase four, which is alt season, where we see just all kinds of shit coins moving. Your meme coins are mooning like crazy. You're having these $1 million market cap coins doing 10x. 50x, 100x overnight, and more. Keep in mind, there is always a bit of an overlap in these phases, and it's not as clear cut and distinct as I made it out to be. But what everybody loves to point out is the fact that XRP is almost entirely, entirely impervious to these bull runs, except till the final moments. What do I mean? Well, when Bitcoin runs. XRP not doing shit. When Ethereum runs, XRP stays disappointingly stable. It might pump 5% and then just like drop back 6%. <laughs> when large caps go bonkers and are moving 50%, 200%, and more a day, this is XRP's time to shine. But it's acting like it's just been delisted on most exchanges. But we've already established it's not a security. It's actually the only other crypto besides Bitcoin that has been confirmed in the US to not be a security. Just saying. Even in altcoin season, XRP is not a contestant to bet on because any coin developed and launched on any layer one platform will perform even better than XRP, even if it doesn't have a website. But it's only at the end of these cycles where XRP goes on Massive tears. Massive. Tears that consistently leave mockers of XRP holders in absolute shock. XRP is exactly like Ethereum in the sense that it makes moon missions that leave people speechless, but it comes down time and time again due to price manipulation. But what is this manipulation and suppression really? A lot of people speculate that it's based on the SEC lawsuit. That was recently closed, where XRP was deemed not a security. But that wouldn't make sense because plenty of other countries, including Japan, Australia, United Arab Emirates, China, declared XRP not a security years prior to the SEC case. And it's not like you can't buy XRP in any of these countries, right? It's not like you can't trade it, right? Many people claim it's because the token is tied to many governments and financial institutions and countries as the foundation behind their upcoming central bank digital currencies. And while this is true, and countries such as Palau have had successful real-world implementations thus far, by the way, I really need to talk about how the Palau dollar central bank digital currency Is actually a United States dollar CBDC test. But since the official currency of Palau is actually the US dollar, and Palau does not have its own native currency, it's actually a tax haven for a lot of people who live in the US. But going back to topic, even then, over the counter deals could mitigate a lot of the needs to suppress the price of XRP in the open market to such an extreme. An absurd extent, leading to its almost benign nature in the face of multiple bull runs. I'm hearing tons of people claim this bull run, the total crypto market cap, will go from $1.8 trillion today to $5 trillion, $10 trillion, and even $50 trillion. But I believe there is no such thing as a total crypto market cap. I believe the truth of money flow in crypto is that it flows from one head to the other, one king to the other, from Bitcoin to the new king, XRP. There is only a total XRP market cap, and everything else, everything, is a derivative, extension, evolution, adoption, bastardization, or reimagination of XRP. These bull runs only happen because XRP isn't running. Because if it was left to its own devices, then all these worthless vaporware shit coins with flawed technology that actually are securities, you can just go on CoinMarketCap and you can see tons of them, the majority of them, 99% are securities. All your favorite shit coins would be left with nothing but rags to their name and zero dollars in liquidity, but in order to stimulate money flow, and as a result allow people to produce and develop in the crypto industry so we can see some real innovation through these piles and piles of dog shit projects, in reality, 99% of these cryptos are fucking garbage. And this is just like the dot-com bubble. The last man standing will be the ones who actually did the work, The cryptos that developers are actually building on the companies and platforms and industries being built off the back of real technology. The projects working to actually connect all these chains together in order to stop this fragmented ecosystem of isolated playgrounds and sandboxes and create a real, real, real foundation for the infrastructure for web 3 and decentralized finance not just for a bunch of neets playing with speculative assets online but for the foundation of the entire financial system of society i have no doubts i will be bag holding xrp for years i have zero doubts whatsoever i also have zero doubts i will be rich forever forever why because fuck you i have xrp thank you for listening to the xrp podcast thank you so much and god bless you take care